All right, welcome in to another edition. And back by popular demand, the Dream Series. Um, I kind of stopped broadcasting as of early June, late May on the Dream Series. And its popularity has maintained. So I was kind of thinking when I was ending the the, the season that, uh, you know, maybe it was too soon. Maybe it was just right. You know, maybe I just wanted to focus on end times. But I'm finding that uh, I have more spare time and end times is going very well. And I want to, you know, even out the series on dreams, you know, and contract myself for another seven episodes to make it an even 30 by the time the year is up. We started dreams in late December, early January, and, you know, essentially we have the 2020 series end times and the 2020 series dreams but end times, like I said, is just going to be a one-time thing, one-year thing, and we're going to enjoy it as much as possible. And the thing about dreams is that that's going to carry on. Heaven and hell will carry on. I know I said serious conclusion, but uh, thinking about my spare time, I'm going to have a lot of spare time, and I'm going to have to get back into podcasting essentially during the winter time. So I'm going to have to have some sort of podcast I can do, and why not just continue on with the heaven and hell? So, back by popular demand is dreams. End times will keep going this year. Heaven and Hell is going to come back next year. And reality, well, I don't know what I got planned for that. My reality is kind of not in cohesive, coherent connectiveness with everybody else. When I'm in my own shelter, I live in my own world, disconnected from everybody else that's only preoccupied with religion. With all that being said, let's get started on today's episode. Essentially, I've had some dreams. Now, I don't want to focus everything on me in dreams analysis and in, you know, my dreams. It's not what it's about. It's not about me. But... I will just go ahead and brief you on some of the dreams I've had. I've had dreams about writing letters to uh, people, writing letters to people about situations and currently things that are unsettled. I've had dreams about fighting a lion, having a lion come up to me and me getting in wrestling stance formation to try to wrestle a lion. Yes, wrestling a lion. And it like goes to bite at me and I grab its mouth with my hands. You know, I probably won't be able to do that in real life. You know, it's it's teeth and it's mouth with my hands. And uh, after it leaves, the next animal that's up for me to fight was the alligator. It's like, I don't think, I think an alligator's clamps on its, you know, mouth is a lot stronger. I mean, a lion's is pretty strong, but I mean, 
there, once an alligator bites down on something, there's no getting free from it. So I, I think I woke up at that point in time. Um, my dream woman that I've been dreaming about as of late, you know, not really too much of her anymore. More so women that I've just found attractive. Like, for instance, I've, uh, you know, I talked about my Valentine. Well, I had a dream about Selena Gomez. And that was kind of, <laughs> that was kind of different because I wasn't expecting it. And the way the dream was, was not how I was expecting it. It was kind of like just washing my sensations clear, not like, you know, sex or anything like that, but uh, just kind of like, you know, my sinuses, you know, like, I don't know, like I saw her, she was next to me and then my sinuses all got cleared up and I was like, what is going on? Um the girl I used to have a crush on in high school uh, has appeared in some of my dreams. And the metaphysics of things, I know that's the most popular episode from dreams is metaphysics. So the metaphysics of things has more so intensified. Um, the smells. Like, say, for instance, I'll be drinking coffee and I'll be looking at bread. My coffee will taste like bread. Say, for instance, I'm eating a piece of bread and I'm looking at cheese. I will taste cheese. My sensations are all mixed up. Say, for instance, I'm laying on the couch and all of a sudden... All of a sudden, I feel aroused. How did I become aroused? I don't know. These are the things that you wonder about because the more you cut out the sensations of material, like say, for instance, I've talked before about pornography and you know how bad it is and how everybody should stop trying to watch it. And it really does work out in the counter effective as far as you know numbing yourself to that type of material. You know, I did it. I didn't watch pornography for a month. Then I went to the Playboy Plus page on uh Twitter and saw some playmates and i tell you what normally wouldn't make me aroused on on what i would see in in graphic videos made me extremely aroused on watching regular playmates just modeling so the repression this goes into childhood sexual experiences and why when we're younger it is so much more powerful and so much more strong is because we've spent our lives growing up without that 
And when we finally see it, we see graphic videos. We see a woman's private parts if we're a man and vice versa if we're a woman. You know, and as we grow up, we are sheltered and we are avoided of that type of material. Then once it becomes relevant to us, it becomes an extreme lust. The lust of that, the sin of that uh, arrives. And although we're dumb in the sense of, you know, trying to make it happen in schools for some of us, you know, like me, I was just like, you know, yeah, women make me, you know, feel good, but I am numb right now. Now, so more sense in the metaphysical aspect, I feel more sensations with my body having had experiences with my physical body with women. But now I feel sensations without women in my physical body simply for the sole fact that it's like I feel like I'm spiritually connecting to somebody. If that makes any sense whatsoever to you. I don't know if it does. We'll take a break, come back, and continue the episode. See, I've always wondered, is this sensation something that other people feel? For instance, I will be driving. And somebody I just saw at the drive-thru, somebody I just saw at the shop, somebody I just saw walking on the street that caught my attention, that I tried not to look at lustfully like I'm committing adultery, like I am just, you know, wanting to do something with that person sexually, but just somebody who, who attracts me. If there's just somebody out there that attracts me, what happens is that I think about it, and I think about what they did, and that makes me feel a sense of pleasure. And when I see that, or I hear that, or I translate that into spirit, at the time, it's normal, but later on, it translates into pleasure. It's called spiritual sensations. Now, I don't know if everybody gets these spiritual sensations. The first spiritual sensation I got that I can remember was the same one that initially caused my break. I felt as if I was a woman. I've never had this experience because I'm not a woman. My water's never broken because I've never given birth. But I felt as if my water broke or maybe I was a female having some sort of pleasure, releasing tension, having an orgasm. Um, and let me tell you, when I felt like the water broke or the, the uniqueness of that came out from my private area, 
it really made me think. It's like, where did that come from? And after that had happened, I had walked around some stores and everybody was very, very perceptive in the way I was carrying myself. They were extremely helpful. They were extremely active. They were interested in me based upon the experience I had gained. And I was extremely manic going into psychosis at the time. So I don't know if this is an aspect of mental illness, if this is an aspect of psychosis, a delusion uh, sensation because I do know that delusions, hallucinations, hallucinations can be the active sensation of any of the five senses in a non-representatory state of physical activity. Say, for instance, you feel like somebody kisses you and they don't kiss you. That would be considered that would be considered a hallucination. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm getting better. I think I'm getting better at my my Joker talk. <laughs> that would be considered, yes, exactly. <laughs> that would be considered a hallucination. Why would that be considered a hallucination? It would be considered a hallucination because the physical aspect of it is not there. The metaphysics is there. The spiritual sensation is there. And so often in psychology, they want to chalk everything up as being able to define it as a simple malfunction of brain chemistry. And that simply is not true based upon the experience of a person who has had psychosis, who has had delusions, who has had hallucinations, who has had voices, visions, who has had spiritual representation in the form of ghosts, who has seen things in his experiences. You know, a quote from Game of Thrones a madman sees what he sees. Then they off they they offed his head, you know, because he considered him a madman because he said those have been extinct for hundreds of years. But no, he wasn't. They weren't extinct. They were real things that they saw and that they killed the other two. I only made it halfway through the first episode before I was like, I can't watch this anymore. It's too brutal for my eyes. And. Uh, Essentially, the spiritual sensation, you can attribute it to somebody else or you can attribute it to a spirit. Sure, there's times where I have spiritual sensations that I've never felt before that I've never had experience with. And I think to myself, how come I have that experience? Is that my soulmate having those experiences? 
And that what makes me very insecure. Say, for instance, some sexual act happens, like, say, for instance, water breaking or a female orgasm that I feel, and that's my soulmate having that, and me saying, you know, that's the only girl I'm going to be with for the rest of my life, and all of a sudden, you know, she has that experience that she never had with me, and it blows my mind, sends me into psychosis, causes my downfall in life, and or my uprising in life, whichever way you want to look at it. Blessing or a curse, it's a gift for show, but I'll live it till it be the death of me. Pitbull line, I guess. Essentially, the experiences that that person has, we don't know if that's a direct result of them experiencing it in the present time. Because if it is, then I would say my soulmate is the spirit of Jezebel. Just having sex all the time. Doing crazy, crazy stuff. Spiritual sensations because me as a man, I'm feeling these sexual acts from a female that a female would feel, but yet the female doesn't feel them. I feel them. So does she feel the sexual acts that I, I want to feel? Because I know I'm not sexually active. The last time I had sex was like June 3rd, 2000 and June 3rd, 2018. No, was it? Or was it 2019? 2019, June 3rd, 2019. Yeah. I was 28 years old, and I was hell-bent on having sex with somebody while I had my mental illness. I was like, I need to have sex with somebody to prove that I can still have sex with somebody while having a mental illness. Of course, it was one date. I didn't tell him that I had had a mental illness until after we had had sex twice. Yes, we had sex once, and then I wanted to do it again, so we did it again. So there, I've had sex five times in my life. Not five total times, like a total times of eight times. But I'm telling you, I've kissed maybe, I don't know, um, I'd say a tops of 10 different women. Tops, 10 different women. Had sex with only five different women. And uh, only had sex on multiple occasions with two different women. Everything before my sex life was life, what I believe, with my soulmate. 
But I don't know. Because on some days it's good, but on some days it's awful. Some days I feel like we're pleasuring each other in these spiritual sensations. And on some days I feel like she's out there whoring around. So what is it? Is she my loyal, devoted soulmate? Or is she my Jezebel out there walking the streets and getting me to experience these sexual acts? I'm confused. I'm angry. I don't know what the path this is. I don't know what it is all about. The thing was is that I was abstinent with the girl I thought I was going to marry and the thought girl I thought I was going to live my life with. And we broke up. And then I went and slept with the Jezebel type of girl. A girl that just has been around. Maybe, maybe it was or maybe it wasn't her fault that she slept around so many times. But I ended up having sex with the Jezebel spirit. So now... My pure soulmate spirit connectiveness is interrupted by the women that I have had sex with, all of which are Jezebel spirits. Talk about a girl who had sex ever since the age of like 12, the girl I lost my virginity to, talking about a one-night stand that the week before she just picked up one of my friends and had sex with him talking about a girl that was going to have sex with one of my friends, but I just said, have sex with me instead. And she's like, okay, whatever. And she did. And then a girl that was married, who was getting a divorce, but was staying with our family at the time, during this time of turmoil and tribulation for, I wouldn't call it tribulation. I would just call it, you know, a little bit of uh, lustful activity from her side of the story as far as wanting me back in the prime of my life when I was young, fit, good-looking, and a hunk of hunk of burning love. But anyways, she, don't know if she was divorced or not, but either way, she was married to a person and I had had sex with her. Don't know if the divorce was there or if it wasn't there, what was going on with it, but that happened. Then a date with a girl where I buy the movie ticket, she buys the dinner, we come back, she has a beer, I have a cigar, and boom, boom, shakalaka, motherfucker, we're banging. Sorry, I didn't mean to use an explicit verb or an explicit adjective or whatever it's called. But I guess if I'm going to use the explicit episode on dreams, I may as well, you know, say that every once in a while. Um, so five women, all spirits of Jezebel, compared to one soulmate. So am I feeling the souls of the women that I've had sex with? That's the question. The souls of all five women that I've had sex with, am I feeling their sexual Jezebel spiritual sex with other people that's interrupting my 
connection to, say, for instance, my soulmate. Some of you are out there being, if you're a male, you're being a douche. If you're a female, you're being a douche. When you're saying, no, it's just your soulmate and she's having sex with everybody. Okay. Thank you. I don't want to hear that. So that's the spiritual sensation side of things that I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel the sensations of these women and their sexual feelings. I want to feel male pleasure because, I mean, I want to feel both. I want to feel male pleasure and female pleasure, but only as a male. Do you get what I'm saying? Maybe I maybe that was wrong of me to say female pleasure, but I females have pleasure too that I felt for the first time the other day. Like, say for instance, you know, the vulnerability of a female in having sex is the fact that she's letting somebody in. She's letting somebody into her life, into her body. She's letting somebody in her, you know, being. And after they have sex, they feel terrible about it. They always have the walk of shame while the male's walking around like he's king of the crowd. You know, there's a difference. The male feels on top of the world because he had sex with a woman he didn't have to marry. And the female feels like trash because she wanted to give that to her husband. She wanted to give sex to her husband, the person that she wants to live with for the rest of her life. And she knows the more time she has sex without marriage, the less she has to give to her husband once they get married. That's what she knows. There's some women out there that just want to have sex all the time, want to be spirits of Jezebel, then what is the purpose in marrying you? What is the purpose in marrying a woman who's already been around the block, who's already had much sex, who's already, you know, been around and done all of it? There's not a purpose in marrying that woman. There's not. Oh, new sexual experiences? Great. Where'd you pick those up from? Me, personally, I wouldn't like it. Sexual sensation. Spiritual sensation. We'll call it sexual sensation on this episode of Dreams. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Joe Wilmot. Like I said, we're going to pick up this. We're going to do it for another uh, six episodes. Get it to an even 30. And we will continue the talk of metaphysics we'll continue the talk of spiritual oneness we'll continue the talk of dreams reality and all that maybe i'll combine the two shows or, or figure something out to to work out with reality but uh we're gonna we're gonna get this up to 30 episodes and we'll come back in 2021 and we'll continue on dreams after the 30 episodes of season one Thanks for tuning in. I'm Joe Wilmot for JCHW Broadcasting. This has been an episode of Dreams called Sexual Sensations.